Happy Wet Fart Fucking Wednesday. It's your boy, Derek Cabrera, December 16th, 2020. Man, what a crazy year. What a crazy year. This is episode 44. Welcome to the Morning Beer Podcast. You know what I'm saying? What's going down, baby? I got a new treat for y'all today. Um, I don't have a guest, but I will have a guest next week. So, a lot of th- a lot of dates have been pushed back and stuff like that. So it's it's been crazy. But I do have one cool fucking thing. I got two beers of the day today, so that's what I'm gonna be sipping on. They're both stouts, and they both look very good. So. Anyway, let's get this fucking podcast started. I don't really know what the fuck is staying in the intro. It's like 7 a.m. Fucking sue me. I don't know what to fucking do, okay? Now, look. You're like, why are you so loud at 7 a.m., Derek? That's the way I am. <laughs> fucking yelling and shit. People running, jogging by and everything. Like, what the fuck is going on in there? Everybody call the police. Domestic violence. No. It's just me at the window yelling. So. Let's get this fucking shit started, man. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about how just how beautiful and great people's holiday spirit is this month. This month of December. Just how beautiful this fucking month is. It's a great month. And we're gonna talk about how great these holidays are and how great it has changed in people for the best. I'm telling you. So, let's get it fucking started. Play my theme music, Derek. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I always say that stupid shit like at the end. Like, play my theme music, bro, or Derek. And like, like I'm the only person here. Why the fuck would I say to somebody else when there ain't nobody fucking here? I don't understand what the fuck's going on. Anyway, play the fucking theme music, I guess, shit. I'll, or throw it. I'm going to throw it in as if I'm editing. I'm actually not playing the theme music right now. Um, You know. I mean, it's going to be thrown in there after I get done editing. So you're going to hear it. But I'm not going to hear it until after I get done editing. I don't... It... What? Alright, let's get it fucking started, man. I'm over here rambling on and shit. Wake your ass up. It's the Morning Beer Podcast. Grab you a beer, some chips, and a cigarette, and let's enjoy this motherfucking day. Hell yeah. What's up, everybody? I am Derek for the Morning Bear Podcast. I know I said in the intro, this is hours later, actually, because I um, recorded the intro this morning, then I kind of got lazy. So, these deer cell fucking batteries in this recorder are fucking kicking ass, bro. Like, they are still fully fucking charged, and I already recorded the Dylan podcast with these same batteries. I recorded uh, that one last podcast from last week. Mm. And all that. Um... So anyway, first of all, like before I get started, I want to give a shout out to my buddy, John Wilson, man. I haven't seen this dude in 13, 14 years. Um, he came out my house and gave me uh, two beers, which we're going to be trying today on the podcast. Uh, Guinness Extra Stout is the first one, and the second one is a surprise. Um, one, wait a minute, let me look look in the notes, because the second one's still in the... It's the Lining Kook, Lining Kugel. The Lion Kugel Snow Drift Vanilla Porter. Man, it sounds pretty fucking good. He knows I love vanilla, so you know what I'm saying? Um, that's going to be awesome. But right now, I just pop the top on this Guinness for the first half of the podcast. You know how I do. But give big shout out to my boy, John Wilson. Last time I seen him, I was like 20, 19 or 20 years old, man. We were, um, you know what I'm saying? We were chilling, having a good time. I used to hang out with him, my boy T. We'd all go to fucking, we'd run around town and shit, not crazy when we, was in, when we was in high school and shit, and you know, just have a good time. Like, the, actually my first police encounter was with uh, John. John was there. We had some oregano in our pocket. <laughs> For some reason we had oregano, I don't, I don't know why. And we had a box cutter. I had a box cutter. And I think John had one too. I'm, I'm not, don't quote me, allegedly. So, we, um, we get pulled over by the police, and um, we're walking down the street, really, and we're jumping around, and we're acting like we're going to jump off the, the little backbone Creek Bridge, and Marble Falls is by the elementary school, and we was going to jump off that bridge for some reason, and, or they were going to. I wasn't going to. I'm too fat, you know what I'm saying? I've always been a fat boy, you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? The police saw us. They pulled us over. They talked to us. And put us in the back of their car and gave us a horrifying ride home. It was just like, you know, they were hitting the brakes really hard. And they were stuck going and they were stopping and going. And 
we, we were talking about that when I saw him on Sunday. A big shout out to John Wilson, man. He's a great dude, man. Like this, this is like he's a loyal friend. You know what I mean? Like one of those guys, and like some of my other friends that don't text me when they get home. I ain't saying no names, but a few of them listen to this podcast and they know who the hell they are. But anyway, he gave me two beers. I mean, I gave you two beers for the Morning Beer Podcast. And I was like, you know, I'm going to try them on the Morning Beer Podcast because I've never had Guinness Extra Stout. I never, I don't think I ever had a Guinness. And if I did, it was like a long time ago. But this beer is pretty great. It, um, it like, you can smell the vanilla and like the malt. You know what I'm saying? It's a very dark colored beer. Kind of like, uh, it's like a dark as coffee almost if you pour it in a glass. And of course it's, um, um, let's try it out, man. So, hmm. Oh yeah, you can definitely taste. It tastes like a, a vanilla coffee, uh, kind of a dark roast, um, but it's very, very, very smooth, John. It's dude, this is this is a great tasting beer. Of course, it's five point six ABVs, um, alcohol by volume, and forty seven IBUs, which you know, it's it's you barely ha- has a really great finish though to it as well. It tastes, like, it tastes like it's kind of full-bodied as well, um, but it's kind of, I think it's medium fully, full-bodied, and um, if you pour it in a glass, of course, it will be a, a black with a, kind of like a creamy head, like a creamy, a white creamy kind of head, um, you know what I'm saying, I poured some of it in a glass, so that, that's kind of what I'm looking at right now, you can't really see it because I'm not videotaping this podcast, but that's what I'm seeing in this Guinness right now. And that's what, you know, that's, it's, it's a great beer, actually. It's, it's pretty good. I mean, I give it a 7 out of 10 just because, mm, just just because, I don't, I don't, you know, I think maybe it's, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I'd be drinking it every day, but I definitely can see myself drinking this and chilling. It's a great, especially for today, man. It is cold as fuck outside. I am chilling. And right now, when I'm recording this, it's my day off. Of course, when I release, it's going to be December 16th, so I won't be my day off. Wet fart fucking Wednesday. Wet fart fucking Wednesday. We're going to get to that in a little bit. Why I called it Wet Fart Wednesday today instead of what I was going to call it. Um, but anyway, John was a great... John's John's a great dude, man. I met his wife. She's awesome as fuck. You know what I'm saying? What really surprises me is, I said at the first of 2020, I don't want to make new friends. But I can see myself, you know saying, going to hang out with him and becoming cool with her. As cool as I am with him, I don't know, because, you know, John's cool as fuck, man. John, like, I just remember back in the day, man, I went to his house, like, when we worked at McDonald's together when I was, like, 18, and he was 17, I think he was 17, 16 or 17, but anyway, um, we went to, we, we went to his house, right, his mom and was there and stuff, and she's a really cool-ass lady, and we were shooting in his creek, he had a creek bed, and we were shooting cans and stuff, and I could barely hit him. He was hitting some, but his mom came out there and knocked every fucking can down like there was no tomorrow. She was like, what? You know, she's like, this is how I do it. You know, just with like this, you know, it was like just with confidence. But like, you know, if you, you seen her, you wouldn't think, you know what I'm saying? Really nice lady and stuff like that. You wouldn't think she was a, she, she can fucking shoot like a motherfucker. But it was just good times, man. And um, I was so happy to see these guys when they came on Sunday. It was only for like an hour or so, but man, it was cool as fuck. Like I gave this dude a hug. That's how long it's been. I miss this guy, man. He was a loyal ass fucking friend when we were growing up and everything. We would always, like me, him, and T, bro. Me, him, and T, always. You know what I'm saying? Always getting into something. But we weren't get, we weren't getting into nothing bad. Like we weren't like shooting people and fucking making meth or nothing. No, we were we were literally just fucking. You know what I'm saying? Just doing what boys do: running around, looking for chicks, going to Walmart, fucking trashing shit. You know what I mean? I remember that. One. I don't I don't know if he was with us or not when me and when me and T trashed the walkway of lights. But I, I, I know one time him and T saved my life, though. Yeah, John, I'm talking about that. Uh, it was in the summertime in Marble Falls. We were out there swimming. And I remember going, we were swam to the bridge under the Marble Falls Bridge. We weren't supposed to fucking swim there. We weren't fucking supposed to swim there because we actually got the police call on us by this lady named Leatherface. I don't know if um, I ever talked about Leatherface. I mean, Leatherface was uh, one of T's neighbors. And she was... She had a leather face, you know, she was a hoe. I don't, I don't understand why people were fucking her because her fucking face was so leathery because she smoked so much cigarettes and got fucked every night and shit. So she was like one of those, she was a worn out hoe before it was cool to be a worn out hoe, in other words. And, mm, damn, this is a good fucking beer. I might change my rating to a nine out of 10, actually. Wow, that is, that, that is, that is 
tremendous. Well, so so anyway, um, he um, so anyway, we get on the bridge and I get cramps in my fucking legs, bro, and I start sinking. All I see is like John and T grab my fucking grab me by each arm and swim me back to shore, and I, I'm 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 four times bigger than these guys, you know, and they they swam me back to shore, shit like that. So you know, it was it was. I don't know. It was just awesome, man. We had a lot of great times and stuff, and I really can't. I can't wait to see what the future holds and how much more great times we can have. Because they actually said they're going to teach me how to shoot a bow, so that's going to be pretty fucking cool, guys. And mm, and it's a good fucking beer. But so you know, and it is what it is. And um, so shout out to my boy John Wilson. You know who you are, man. You were you're fucking awesome. I appreciate you coming by, even grace me with your presence for a little bit. I know you had a busy day. I know you had a lot of traveling to get back home to do, but you came by to hang out with me for a little bit, and that was fucking, that was awesome, man. That was, that that made my day. That made my week, you know what I'm saying? Because last week was kind of a, a drag of a week, and by you coming to see me, it made my fucking day, bro, and I appreciate you with everything, and I appreciate you texting me and let me know when you make it home, too. I know certain people that listen to this podcast that I'm friends with that don't do that. They never let me know. And then they will go, go home and fall asleep. And here you are up worrying about this motherfucker. And you're texting them. And they're not texting you back. They find the next morning. Oh, my bad. I fell asleep. You could have said anything. I was worried. So <laughs> it was great. It was great talking to that dude, man. Um, so the reason why I didn't call, I wasn't going to call this Wetback Wednesday. And I know what you're thinking. What? What? reason why I didn't do it, man, because, you know, it's in, we're in the month where people are acting brattier and brattier, you know, and it brought me back to this time when I was, when I was in my early, tw- or my mid-twenties, I used to work at a, a, a retail place, they sold computers, uh, printers, laptops, all kinds of stuff, and I don't want to say the name of the place, because I don't want to get fucking sued, but we wore red and black pants, let's put it that way, and... They told me, they told me that, um, you know what I mean? I was just working one day and I said, and that's the reason why I didn't want to call it wet back Wednesday. Cause I didn't want to offend any old white ladies, any old white ladies that get offended by everything that I fucking say. And it's nothing against you guys, but it's always that certain group of people. And this is before we had the name Karen for them. This is before, you know what I'm saying? This, this is back when we just called these, oh, here comes this fucking cunt. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say that. But this was before all that, man. This was before, you know what I mean? This was before the whole internet phrase of this, you know what I'm saying? Like, where these women will talk to your manager and not get noticed. So anyway, I'm going to lunch one day. I said, yo, a mess can go to lunch. Be back to the server by one customer at a time in 30 minutes. And I said that as I was walking to my, I was walking to my, um, walking to the break room to go get my lunch. So I leave for about 30 minutes. I come back. My manager's like, I need to talk to you in the office right now. And the the guy on the other manager on duty goes, yeah, we need to talk to you in the office. So I go to the office. Be fucking cool as I am. You know me, dog. I'm, I'm always fucking chill. I'm like, what's going on, guys? They'll sit down. Shut the door and sit down. I said, oh, fuck, I'm in trouble. Is there any time you go into a manager's office and they say, shut the door and sit down? You're in trouble. You know, if they let you sit down, that means you're not going to get fired, maybe. Now, if they say, hey, shut the door, you're probably going to get fired. So, I shut the door, and I sit down. And they said, did you say Mexican? I said, yes, I did. And now, I didn't know that I've hurt anybody's feelings. By calling myself a Mexican, I am half Mexican, yes. I am half Mexican to the point where I'm half Mexican. I look very Mexican. Uh, you've seen my picture and stuff like that. So I'm thinking in my head, hmm, what's going on? What is going on? <clears throat> Damn. You can tell that's a, a really hearty beer because it's it makes you burp and stuff. Like, usually a lot more fully more fully bodied beers, so you will burp more. And also, it's they're... I don't know, man. There's certain things you just, you know, you do. Mm. Damn, you could definitely fucking taste that. So, I'm sitting there, 
And she said, well, this lady said you, she got, you offended her by saying you're a Mexican's going to lunch. I said, how's that offend her? Well, you said Mexican. I said, okay. I didn't know who it was. You know what I mean? I, at the time, I didn't know who it was. So I said, like, okay. I said, I'm very sorry, blah, blah, this word. We're going to have to write you up. So they wrote me up for making, saying a racial slur or some shit. I don't know. And I was like, well, about myself. What the fuck, man? So a couple days go on, and the lady comes back in. And then my buddy that was there is like, hey, man, that's the lady that snitched on you. And I just looked at her, and it was an older white white woman in her 60s. And I can probably talk about her right now because you know why? She's probably dead by now. I mean, like, come on, man. If, if something like that puts you in fucking aneurysm, I can only imagine what, you, what you've heard in your life that just fucking blows your fucking heart up, man. So, yeah, man. So, anyway, she she's probably dead now, you know. You know, hopefully. I mean, not hopefully, but you know. You know, and and of course, all this happens for a weird reason. She was a Karen before it was cool to be a Karen. This woman was offended by me saying Mexican, even though she's a Caucasian. Even though she was white. Even though she was old. Older white people should understand that kind of stuff. Because they call me spick all the time. So, my whole thing was... And I can say this, because I'm half white, but, because I call people spicks, I'm not feeling like they're fucking, dude, my dad be on some spick shit today. And, you know, like, that's all right. That's all right if you want to call me a spick and stuff like that. But if I call myself one or call myself a Mexican, it shouldn't offend you. But when you work in customer service, I realize when you have a job, it's not that fucking great to just, uh, how do you say it? You can't joke at work about your race. You can't do it, especially in a place like where I worked at. Where half our customers were uptight. Half our customers would want to get you fired on Christmas Day just because just to get you fired. You know? Fuck it. That's the holiday spirit. That's the way I feel. And it was around Christmas time when that happened. Cause I remember they used to try to make us wear these little fucking elf hats, man. And I refused to wear it. I told them I was a Muslim. So I was like, I'm a Muslim so I can't wear it. I don't celebrate Christmas. So I got out of wearing the elf hat. It was pretty cool. Somebody is calling me, actually. My boss is calling me. I'm in the middle of a podcast, bro. I'll call you back. So, I, um, I decided to, I don't know. I just decided to, um, just to chill. Just to fucking chill. Because... I don't know, man. It, it was just one of those fucking things. It was, um, uh, you know, I, I didn't take it too personally, but I realized one thing. What if she was offended because she, back in the 60s, back in the 60s, you know, she was a rebellious one. She used to love to sniff the jock straps of all the Mexicans that played sports in her school. Or maybe she would go to the construction sites and hand, offer Hand jobs and blow jobs. I don't know. I don't know this lady's past. I shouldn't have judged her automatically and said just because she's some fucking, you know, rich white bitch, she has the right to fucking tell me not to say Mexican. Maybe she's had enough Mexican sperm in her, Mexican DNA shooting through her throat and through her ass and her pussy to the point where maybe she might be Latino. I've never thought of this. Now, but moving on, moving on with that subject. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? You know how it is. Um, people always, people always like get offended by something you say, especially if you're at work. Like when you're at work, they expect you to be like, especially when you work in retail or food or something like that, they expect you to just, uh, you know, be sensitive to their feelings. And I guess you have to be, I guess you have to be, um, but I don't know, man. Cause I'm, I'm the type of guy that I don't know I'm just the type of guy that likes to chill I'm the type of guy that likes to that you know likes to have a good time I like to joke at work and I do a lot and sometimes my jokes get on people's nerves but I realize these days not what kind of jokes you could say what kind of jokes you can't say but just by saying that I was a Mexican I'm sorry I didn't know that it hurt someone's feelings especially uh, an older white woman's feelings I didn't know that that was that was something that uh, was brought to my attention that I did not have any idea about. I was um, I was here. 
Oh, I, you know what I'm saying? Because me thinking by me saying that about myself was that it wouldn't hurt anybody's feelings. That somebody's heart would not get hurt bad enough to get me written up during the holidays. You know? Bad enough to get me written up during the holidays. Because I know, oh, I know, with you coming in with your little holiday spirit, you're heavy, you're happy, the first thing you want to do is get someone in retail fired from their job. It's the way it is, man. It's just the way it is. Mm. But it's life. I already finished that fucking beer. It's life. It's the way it goes. And with that being said, with that being said, my friends, so <laughs> I just learned I shouldn't joke around about a lot of things. And there's one thing you should not joke about, though, is the way your lawn looks. There is one man that would not say bad racial slurs, and it's my buddy Marcus. At cutting up 254. His number is 254-226-9504. This is Colleen, Texas, guys. This is a veteran-owned business. He mows, he weedies, he edges, he weed he did I say weedies? Yeah, he leaf blows. And his email is cutting up254 gmail.com. If you are in the Colleen area, you need your grass mowed. You need your grass to look good by someone that's professional. That's someone that's an opposite of me. Call my boy Marcus at 254-226-9504. Reason why I repeated that number is because y'all don't listen. So, and that's the reason. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Marcus makes the yard look wonderful. And this is not some half-assed fucking job. Like when I'm walking down Stan Schluter, I see these fucking shitty, these yards where these half-assed jobs are not weed-eated. You see the yard cut, but like the grass is still growing over the fence. It's like, dude, ugh. Like who, why would anybody want to go even visit you? If your yard looks like that. That's my whole fucking point. Like, if someone's yard looks like that, like, if I go to a girl's house and her yard looks like that, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I don't want to be seen walking into a yard looking like that. But with Marcus, if you call Marcus, your yard won't look like that. His number is 254-226-9504. This is a veteran-owned company, guys. Clean Texas, like I said, it's cut up 254. So, you know what I mean? Like, hey. Hey. What do I say? You know what I'm saying? He does a great job. You know what I'm saying? He was by here earlier, finished up the yard, even when it was cold outside, guys. Man, this is... I believe in having a good schedule set up for your yard getting mowed. And that's what I believe. You know what I mean? You can, like, have him set up to come every other Saturday or something like that. He'll show up on time. He's always on time. He's always uh, persistent. There's no... What is that word, persistent? Anyway, I don't fucking know. So, anyway, he's he's always great. And he's a great person to talk to. He won't, like, you know, just... He, he knows English, for one, okay? Mexicans are impressed with the way this man mows yards. They thought he was Mexican. Yeah. For real. They're like, damn, dude, who did this yard? Some Mexican? Like, no, nah, man, Marcus. At 254-226-9504. So, moving on. Moving on. Back to the show. <laughs> yes, back to the show. Um, I'm here and I'm fucking queer. What the fuck you want me to do? So, but moving on. What else did I? What did I already talk about? Oh, we're gonna talk about the next beer of the day. I'm gonna get these knocked out pretty fucking fast. So let me go grab that fucking beer real fast and let's get it going. So I'm back and I know it was only like a millisecond for y'all or not even. Um, so anyway, this uh, beer I'm texting is the Line and Kugel. Lining Kugels Snowdrift Vanilla Porter. It's only available from November to February, so it's a it's a winter beer. It's a winter porter, pretty much. It was in the name, you can fucking kind of tell that. Anyway, the um the hood of the beer, hood of the beer, the head of the beer is brown, kind of like a brown color. It is um not as up in your face as most porters, it mostly smells like. Um, it's really dark in color, almost as dark as the Guinness. It is, um, let me see, it says vanilla in it, so let's taste it. Oh, that's nice. It's only six point, it's only 6.0 alcohol by volume, 16 IBUs. Extremely fucking smooth, guys. Mmm. Yeah, it's really not up your up in your face as most porters are. This is a great fucking beer for the winter time. Look, 
every season has a great beer. Like, I actually want to try the Leinen Kugels uh, Oktoberfest. Of course, it's too late to try it now, I believe. But I always want to try. I like trying seasonal beers. And this right here is a perfect seasonal beer. I think it's a good Christmas beer, actually. Um, a great fucking Christmas beer. This beer is... Mm, and you can taste the vanilla in it. But it has like the vanilla the vanilla aftertaste. Almost like a vanilla, so, like a cream soda. Almost. You know what I'm saying? And then you can kind of smell it. I can barely smell it. But it's like my nose is all fucking stopped up and shit. So... It was the fucking season. But you can definitely kind of smell vanilla and like, um, you can't really smell hops. You can't really smell the hops. It's very smooth though, but this is almost like a cream soda. This is another beer that I, I wow, I'm, I'm rating this a nine. I'm rating this a fucking nine. This is a nine out of ten for me, guys. Lining Kugel. What the fuck? Why have I never heard of this? Snowdrift Vanilla Porter. Guys, if you are looking for a great beer, it's out right now, November to February. So, please, go pick this up if you're looking for a good winter beer. Especially if you're having, like, a little Christmas party. Or maybe, like, a little, you know what I'm saying, like... I bet it's a good shower beer, too. But, anyway. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe it's kind of like a, a, like a day like today. Like, this morning it was 30-something degrees. I think it's, like, 50-something now. Um... Yeah, I think it's, like, 50-something now. I'm really not sure, but I know it's, um... You know, it's 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 a it's a cold day. I mean, it's still a cold brew, but this is definitely a great freaking brew for just for you know for the winter time. It's a great winter time brew. It's not too fucking strong, guys. It's not too weak. Uh, what to eat with it? I don't really know. I didn't really look up to what to eat with it. You know, like maybe probably some warm foods. But I, you know, most time I don't really like eating with beers unless it's like a a regular beer and you're at the bar and you're eating hot wings or something like that. But. Mm. Oh, man, God, this this is a great fucking beer, man. Thanks, John Wilson. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I got to give him another shout-out. This is a great fucking... You got great beer taste, bro. I love when people bring me beers to try on the podcast. I love it. And John done that. John, thank you, bro. Thank you. Oh, my God. This is a, this is a perfect holiday beer. This is a holiday beer to an extreme. I love it. It's perfect. It, uh, it's not too heavy, uh, like the last one. Even though I like the, I really like Guinness now. Like I really like the Guinness, especially the extra stout. But my favorite one right now is this, uh, this Lining Kugel, man. This, this, this is this. I think it's called Lining Kugel. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on it. I will have the picture on the thumbnail, even though the the thing's kind of ripped. But you can definitely see what kind of beer it is. But. But it almost has like a cream soda finish. You know how most beers have like a dry, dry finish because they have they're so high in IBUs. This one's not very high in IBUs. I think it's just 16 IBUs. I'm not sure. I looked it up on the internet actually. I couldn't see it on the, I couldn't see it on the um, on the wrapper. But I always look up the the alcohol by volume and the IBUs on the internet. And like 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 I said, this is not like most porters. This is not one of the porters that's like in your fucking face. This is actually a really good. It's really dark in color too. Not as dark as the Guinness. I think I already said that. I'm really not sure. But definitely something I can see myself enjoying. Like, I, I, I really I really see myself enjoying this. The only shame is I wish I had more. I wish I had more. So, yeah, John, you have great taste in beers, bro. Like, I am very impressed. I am very impressed, especially because we're weak for where you come from. Nobody has. A lot of people have great taste in beers, but a lot of people don't. And John came through fucking clutch. He came through fucking clutch with these fucking beers, bro. And I'm really excited. I'm really excited to put these beers on the podcast. Oh, my God. And they've been in the fridge for like two fucking days, man. Just waiting for me to hit them them up. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, think about holiday beer. It's a great holiday beer. So, if you're going to a Christmas party, I suggest grab a six-pack of this. Or, you know what I'm saying, grab a couple, like, two or three six-packs of it and hit to the party and people will enjoy it. People will go, damn, this is a great fucking beer. It's not too high in alcohol volume, so you're not fucking wasted. It's not, you know what I mean, it's, it's not bad. So, it's awesome. Perfect holiday fucking beer. Speaking of the holiday, man, doesn't December got a lot of people fucked up? 
People act act a certain way during the fucking holidays. People are always acting a certain way. And to, and my whole fucking point is is like what the fuck, man? You know you know that bratty kid on your block when you were in, when you were a kid. You remember that bratty fucking kid, man? The one that on his fucking on his birthday or her birthday, they act like they're too fucking good to even do anything. Or maybe you have a bratty niece or nephew that are the same way. Like, you know, I got a bratty niece and she's like that, you know? And that's the reason why I don't really like call her parents to see how she's doing. Let's be real. I don't call my, I don't call my brother and stuff and see how this kid's doing because every time on her birthday, she was horrible. And that's how everybody's acting. You know, I'm too good to talk to you. I'm too good to talk to you. I'll be, and everybody's acting like that now towards retail workers, towards food people in December. December is always a month for give me, give me, give me. I feel like it is. Look, man, I already explained the true, the, the whole meaning of Christmas in the last episode. If you want to check it out, how Joseph got fucked over because God banged his wife. It, I posted a meme that said that it pissed somebody off. All my memes hurt meme lord's feelings. It's the way it goes, bro. I'm a heckler on Facebook. It's the way it goes, bro. But, uh, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. So, so, I'm talking about how people act in December. I, I feel like this whole COVID thing's got people dumber, but the, the month of December gets you even more dumber. Like yesterday at work. We had, you know, people just coming in and out. We had this one lady come in. And she was a white lady. She had her kid on her uh, on her hip. The kid looked like Honey Boo Boo. The white lady had a chain that said Hustle on it. It was a big Mr. T style chain. It said Hustle, but it was plastic. She had a, a golden tooth. She had like an old ripped up shirt on with sweatpants. Some pink sweatpants with a a gray messed up shirt, hair in a mess, but she was on her hustle. She was with this old man. I think it was her dad. I'm not sure because the little girl keeps on calling him grandpa. Maybe it was her sugar daddy. Maybe it was both. Who knows? Who am I to judge? Who am I to the judge if she is banging her father? Who am I to judge? This poor old man comes up to the register, buys a bunch of bottles. She walks up to me and goes, y'all got any handy? And I said, no. Huh. Typical bullshit around here. And of course she had that accent. She was a white. What is wrong with you? You know? And she had this whole thing. She even called me the N-word. Like, what the fuck? Who is this lady? So, Honey Boo Boo was looking at me and her... Her fucking face was all full of snot. You know, they didn't have a mask on the little girl. She looked like Honey Boo Boo at like two years old. Like she was like 400 pounds, but she was two years old, you know? And the, the mother was like at least 600 pounds, man. She was a fucking big old heifer. And you're talking about she was big. And you can tell she stunk because like her gray shirt, like tank top shirt, like it was like a tank top. And it had like sweat. Like the whole side, her whole sides were soaked with sweat. Or at least the one side that I saw. And her like tits were hanging uh, hanging down almost to her. Like resting her on her big ass stomach. Oh my god she was a fucking princess. And you're talking about this lady's fucking shirt was cut off. Like to the point where you can see her stomach. But her stomach was sticking out like she was pregnant. But you can tell she wasn't pregnant. Because why would anybody fuck her? But then again the kid that she was holding called her mom. So somebody actually fucked her. I'm in the biggest dry spell of my life. And somebody fucked her. Think about that. I haven't had no poon in weeks. But somebody's been fucking her. She has a kid. So it kind of makes me reevaluate my fucking life anyway. So anyway, she's sitting there and she's like, she has her mask on, but she put her mask on her chin. So like, like it would even cover her fucking nine chins that she had. And you know what I'm saying? Her face was all broken down. She had like a little mustache coming in. Oh my God, she was fucking beautiful. And then she had no ass. Like, have you ever seen a fat chick that was so fucking big on top, but on the bottom had no fucking ass? She looked like a muffin. 
Have you ever seen a, a muffin with legs? That's what she looked like. And as her fucking tits were resting on her fucking stomach, you could see sweat under where her tits were. Oh my god, it was just... It, it's, it was cold outside yesterday. It was like 50 degrees. Why are you sweating? I walked to work for two miles, and I barely broke a sweat yesterday. And I'm 300 plus, guys. Okay? Why are you sweating? Unless it was all Honey Boo Boo's fucking snot. Honey Boo Boo was running fucking snot like a fucking open faucet over there. It was like my goddamn shower. You know what I'm saying? When you're about to take a shower, you know, and it's still leaking. That's what it looked like. I swear to God, it was just fucking snot running down this fucking poor baby's face. And it was like all over its mouth and it was like licking the salt. It had like this jab of the hut looking fucking tongue where it was just licking its snot. Oh my God. And it was, it was, oh my God. It was just, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. So then she came up to me and um, she goes, excuse me, honey. And I said, oh God, here we go. Well, she didn't really call me honey. She called me the N-word. If, if, I didn't want to say the N-word because it's not my word to say, but apparently it's her word to say. You know? So she called me the N-word. She said, excuse me, honey. It's not honey. It's really the N-word. I'm not going to fucking say the N-word. So anyway. She said this to me, and I said, yes, can I help you? Y'all got any henny? I said, excuse me? She goes, henny, henny, see. And I said, no, ma'am, we're sold out. All we got is VSOP. And she said, huh, that sounds about right. They're sold out of everything, daddy. And that old man's like, yes, yes. And he, like, the old man looked like he was scared to death. Like, he looked, like, if they stood next to each other, they looked like they number 10. Okay. And as she turns around, her hustle chain, or her plastic hustle chain, flops in the air. And oh my god, and her golden tooth is shining through the fucking light. And then they walk off. They're, they're in the store for a while. Honey Boo Boo's crying. Um, finally, they come up to start paying. And he, he has like, you can see on the camera where she was picking the bottles for them. He wasn't getting none of this, okay? They had a cart full of bottles, man. So I'll ring them up. It's about $230. And then she goes, is that all the shots y'all have? I said, yes, ma'am. We just got some in today. But that's all we have. <laughs> this store ain't got shit. I said, yes, ma'am. I know. COVID has cleaned us out. And we can't really order a lot of things. And then she, she tries to use her mask to hide her fourth chin. And she looks me right in the eye and says, you're, you're, you seem like a smart-ass son of a bitch. I said, no, ma'am. I'm just telling you the truth. And she goes, oh. And then she looks at her, and she looks at her dad, and she said, are you going to pay for this? And he said, yes, because he was taking too long to pay. So he started to pay for it after I boxed everything up that they got because we had to get a box because it was so much bottles. She decides to get the cart, and she rams the cart into the other cart and does not make it inside of it. Instead, she slam, slams it all crooked, and the cart, like, hits the fucking, um, hits the, um, hits the window. And I, I'm, I was like, oh, my God, I'm surprised it didn't crack our window. And then the old man goes, how much is it? And I said, 200 and something. And he said, what? And I said, 200 and something. And he goes, what? And I said, 200 and something. And he said, oh, I guess he was dead. And she goes, you got to speak up when you're talking to him. And I said, yes, ma'am. And then he swiped his card. It was declined. I said, great. And I got to put all these fucking boxes back, all these bottles back up, these motherfuckers. And then, then in my head, I didn't say it out loud. <laughs> now, this is the things I think when I'm, when I'm at work. And then so she goes, use your other card. Use your other card. That's the wrong card. That's the old card. And he goes, oh, yeah. What? And she goes, that's the other card. He goes, oh, yeah. What? And I said, oh, my God, little John, calm down. And so he uses the other card finally. And I'm just fucking astonished. I'm still looking. I'm, I'm making eye contact this time by this time with Honey Boo Boo as she's licking her boogers. And I'm thinking in my head, what could get you in this condition? This baby's at least 300 fucking pounds. You know what I mean? And then her mother's at least six. You know what I mean? And I'm always thinking in my head, huh, what kind of life do you live? What kind of life do you live that you just, you're that hateful in the store? But then I realized one thing. 
I realize one thing, guys. It's December. Everybody has the right to be hateful. I've had people try to get my coworker fired before Christmas. You know why? Because he didn't tell them the answer they wanted to hear. Okay? We're going on with this. So, Honey Boo Boo and her mother start to walk out the store. And the old man looks at them and says, Can you help me carry this box? And she goes, You got it, Daddy. And she just walked out the front door. So I looked at this old man. He looked at me. And he looks at me again with these sad eyes. And I helped him carry the box out. Because it's December. I'm in the holiday spirit, guys. And it gets better. So, they leave finally. They leave. Thank God they left. I mean, God, I don't know how much I could take more from the hustle queen and honey boo boo and the old man, little John. I can still hear him say, what? But, God, that's a good fucking beer. Wow. Dude, John Wilson, you, bro, you got good taste. So, anyway, that's kind of how people's acts are in December. Then they had a lady, of course, get mad because we had these cases, and it said, do not open the cases. She tried to open the case, and I said, ma'am, it's on the shelf. And then I had a lady get mad because, or a man get mad because he wanted to grab stuff off the top stock. It's always something with my job. It's always something, but I realized one thing in December, everybody's entitled. Everybody's like that bratty child. Everybody's like honey boo-boo on her mom's arm on her birthday. It's my birthday. Don't talk to me like that. I can do what I want. Well, the whole month of December uh, has everybody acting like that. Everybody is on their fucking dumb shit in the whole month of December. It's the truth. Because not only are we all... Everything should be handed to us. Everybody should be nicer to us. We should also be rude as fuck to people that work in food industry and retail. It's the way it goes, guys. It's the way it goes. Mm. Saddest part about this beer is it's almost gone. I ain't gonna be able to taste this beer again until I buy some more. I'm gonna have to go buy some. I'm gonna find this fucking beer and I'm gonna buy some. John. Wow. But anyway. So, it's great to be horrible towards people that work in food and retail workers. It's okay. It's the holidays. You have the right. You have the right to be rude towards me when I'm behind a counter at a register because I deserve it. Because I'm working. I remember one time when I worked at my last job, IHOP. Probably going to get sued for saying this. But we were open on Christmas. Okay. I decided to walk to work that morning and I decided to leave a little early so I could stop by the store and grab me a pack of cigarettes and maybe a snack. I'm pretty sure I got a snack. I always get a fucking snack when I go to the store. And I went into the store and got me a snack and a pack of cigarettes and this lady was up there yelling at the poor young man behind the counter. She said, it's a shame we are open on Christmas as she was buying her stuff. And I said, ma'am, you're the reason why we're open on fucking Christmas. Or they're open on fucking Christmas. It's a shame. So what's bullshit? Well, if it wasn't for them being open for people like you wanting to come in, but the customer is never wrong. But only reason why I shut her up is because at that time I was a customer too. So therefore I could say that kind of shit. It's the way it goes. Mm. Damn, that was... Oh my god, that was fucking lovely. I'm telling you. Lion and Kugel. Greatest beer I've had this week. So. Anyway. That was a 10 out of 10, bitch. So anyway. But people always get this fucking whole crazy idea. About how, oh, we should, we should, we should. We get everything handed to us. We get everything should be handed to me the right way. Why are y'all out of this? Why did I? Because you came at the last minute and you wonder why we're out of shit after a busy fucking Saturday. Are you wondering why? Are you wondering why? We sold things. Believe it or not, this is what we do here. Believe it or not, I didn't know we did that there either. 
I'll be damned, we're out of that again. We're out of Hennessy. Fuck shit. Shit. How dare us being out of Hennessy? Because that's not only the fact, but people treat people, like when I worked at my last job, people would treat you like shit. The poor waitresses and waiters like shit all the fucking time, bro. And it's crazy, like... These are the same people that treat you like dung when you're when you're at work, when you're chilling, but then they expect you to do things right. Do I ever go to your fucking job and throw rocks at you while you're mowing? No, I don't. I just chill. You know? But it's the way it goes. It's it's it's, it's exactly how it is, guys. Um, but you know, when you work in a retail, you kinda you learn to expect it. Like I've learned to expect a lot of things. Like one of the craziest things happened to me. A while back, I told y'all a story about a guy that was, um, this guy was, um, he threatened to shoot me over Taka Vodka. Me and my co-worker, I've talked about it on the of past podcast. I don't think on any podcast that I have on um, Spotify. So I'll go through the story really fast. What happened was. There was a guy came in, cussed out my coworker. I asked him to leave. He cussed me out. I keep on asking him to leave. I, I told him I'll hold the door for him, blah, blah, blah. He was a little man. He comes in the other day. And I'm waiting. Guys, I'm fucking waiting. I can't wait. Because this is going to be so much fucking fun. He's about to go off again. I can't wait. Because you got to understand one thing. As a podcaster and a comedian, I look forward to... I look forward to uh, I look forward to crazy moments because I write about it. So I'm waiting to talk about this on my podcast. Okay? But we're gonna get to that in a second. We're gonna get to that in a second. Because before I get to that, because I forgot all about this, god damn it, I'm fucking I'm an idiot. So do you want to fucking feel special on Thanksgiving? I mean, not Thanksgiving. Not Thanksgiving. What, what's the next holiday? Christmas, you fat fuck. Okay, Christmas. Do you want your lady to feel special on Christmas? Maybe feel, make, make her feel like she's entitled. Like the people that I've been talking about. Maybe feel just as good as Honey Boo Boo's mama. I mean, better than that, hopefully. But, won't you call my girl Brandy at 830-220-2459. for you at gmail.com that is spelled p-r-e-u-p-h-o-r-i-a the number four the letter u you know what i'm saying and at gmail.com they have bath and shower they have creams they have lubricants they have beauty and body i have cars going by making fucking noises like always and they also have sex toys and lingerie you want to make your fucking lady feel special you want to make her feel special for uh for christmas Cause you know she's out there slaving right now for Christmas, bro. She's trying to get your house ready for your fucking gra- ungrateful ass mother, young grateful ass fucking father to come over looking at her butt all the fucking time. What the fuck is that, man? Why are you looking at your son's daughter, your son's wife's butt, you piece of shit? But anyway, call Brandy at eight three zero two two zero two four five nine. She has all this stuff for you, man. All this greatness. And these are all made by natural ingredients. They ain't made from, you know, saying they ain't use they ain't using hombre as a fucking test dummy. You know what I'm saying? They ain't using your 83-year-old grandmother in the fucking nursing home as a test dummy. No, these are all great products. I bought a homegirl of mine some sex toys. Because, you know what I'm saying, sometimes when I'm not there, she needs something. And, let's be honest. It's fun to watch them play with their toys. And, lingerie, man, make your lady feel like a lady again. Every woman wants a beautiful lingerie. She they, she watches TV all day long. She sees these fucking beautiful women in lingerie getting fucked by dudes that look like fucking, you know what I'm saying, that look fucking sexy as fuck too. Why not? Why not make your wife feel sexy and give you something good to look at? You know what I'm saying? Like fucking why not, dude? So, call Brandy at 830-220-2459 or hit up on Facebook at Pre-Euphoria for you. And that is spelled capital P-R-E-U-P-H-O-R-I-A, the number four and the letter U. You know what I'm saying? Let's get back to the fucking show. I'm, where the fuck was I? I don't know why the fuck I, like, I just keep on, I skipped over that part. Um, so, I fucking hate liars, bro. And this is why. So, anyway, the Taco Vodka guy came in again. We haven't seen him in months since the last pod. This is that podcast where he cussed me out. He cussed my coworker out. He threatened to shoot us. 
He said, on sight, if he ever sees us on sight, it's on. So he walks in the door. I see his car pull. I recognize the car. Because it's a fucking crappy Jeep with fucking fucked up um, grill and everything. I said, yes. It's about to happen. He's about to shoot me. For the love of comedy. For comedy, everything. I live and breathe this fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? Everything that's funny to me, I live and breathe that shit. There ain't no fucking, um, there's no fucking way that I'm going to, I'm going to not enjoy it. And so anyway, this little short man threatened to shoot me and my coworker a while back and he was dead serious. He came back in, called corporate on us, called us racist. He also threatened to shoot. He called up to the store like a couple times, threatening our lives, threatening us, calling us stupid, calling us piece of shit, saying the customer's always right. And the customer is always right. Even when they threaten to kill you, they're in the right. So I knew he was in the right. So when he came in, I was waiting for the outburst. I was ready. I was cocked and I was fucking ready. I said, yes, he's about to go off on me again. And I'm about to have a story from the liquor store on the fucking podcast once again. I was waiting for this man. I was waiting for the fact that he was going to go off on me. Maybe threaten to shoot me. Maybe shoot me. Maybe shoot me between the fucking eyes as my brain explodes. Fucking bottles crack behind me. Other bottles that didn't crack. Fucking blood splatters all over them. Everybody fucking screams. Little kids running off. Fucking he's sitting there holding the fucking gun in his hand. I'm hitting the ground laughing. I'm laughing as I lay in my puddle of fucking blood looking up at the sky. About to fucking just... About to just... It, my life is over. As I fade away, I say, <laughs> this would have been funny on the podcast. But no, this didn't happen. Said he asked we had a bottle of Taka. And my boss said, no, we're sold out. And I thought, oh, here it comes. Here it comes. But nah, nothing happened. Nothing happened. He walked out. He was looking at me and my coworker the whole time. I was smiling. I was smiling through my mask because you can't fucking see if I smile, but he knew I was smiling because my smile's big. I was sad because this man, this man decided not to shoot me. I would sacrifice a lot for comedy. And by thanking him saying this was on site, he lied to me. This man lied to me. I am tired of fucking liars. I'm not suicidal, no. I'm more of a that shit would be fucking hilarious kind of guy. And I waited for it. Maybe he was going to go off again. I was waiting for it. What do you mean you're not talking about? And I'd be like, you're short, bro. Or, you know, and it would been, we would have had a great time. It would have had a great little conversation. He would have called the store over and over, talking shit to us. We would all had a good laugh. And it would have been a great fucking day. He would have called corporate on me again, told him I was a racist. They would have said, no, Derek's not a racist because you came in here and already did this crazy shit. My boss was kind of... My boss handled him, which pissed me off again, because I wanted to handle him. I wanted him to come through my line. I wanted to say hi to him. I wanted to say, hey, weren't you supposed to shoot me? Wasn't it on sight the next time you see me? Aren't you from California, where you fucking pop motherfuckers first and ask questions later? Aren't you? I mean, wasn't this the fucking deal, bro? When we made this fucking deal, bro, no, you failed at that fucking deal. You failed me. You failed my podcast. You failed my coworker. I don't think my coworker wanted to get shot. But I'm just saying, you failed me. You failed the Morning Beer podcast. You have failed my listeners. <coughs> because wouldn't it have been hilarious if he were to try to shoot at me? Wouldn't it have been hilarious? All for the love of comedy. This is my life. This is what I do. This is my breath. This is everything I do. I've been sitting around for a year locked up because of quarantine, writing about these fucking experiences I have. And man, when I get on fucking stage, it's going to be a fucking shit show. I'm going to kill again. 
Because the very first time when I got on stage, I killed and I've been addicted ever since. So, I thought about this. And I said, what can I do, bro? What can I do, bro? I should have said something. But then I would have lost my job. So I was, in a, I was between a rock and a hard place with that guy. Yes, I did ask him to add me on Facebook. The time he was yelling at me. Because he got my name. Why not? Add me on Facebook. Add me on Facebook, bro. You know? We can become good friends. You could be on the podcast. Tell me why you didn't shoot me. Tell me why it wasn't on site, dog. You know? That's all I want to know. You didn't shoot me. And now, now, you're a phony bitch. Because you lied. You're a lying ass little bitch. Just like, you know, just, I mean, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, why would you lie to me? Why would you lie? I don't know you. You don't know me. We have no reason to lie to each other. For the love of comedy, bro, you could have done something. You could have done something for my podcast. You could have done something for me. My listeners. Everybody. You could have done it for my Ribera Productions page, which follow on Facebook, by the way. And, like how I add that shit in there. You like how I add that shit in there? You like how I add that shit in there? But anyway, you could have fucking did that. I called Chucky, Chucky Dertalzer after that. Or I texted him. And he said, so you didn't get shot? I said, no. I don't think that's what he said. What did he really say? He was laughing. But it's the whole fucking point of lying to people. Like the customer last night came to my job, said he had 14 days to live. Please, my friends, please pray, pray for him. I don't know if he really does. But he just said he did. So if I see him in 15 days, I got fucking questions. His beard's all gone. Sad. But, oh man. I mean, like, why would you lie to me, bro? You had my hopes up. I re- and I thought you want to freak out again, act crazy, start yelling at my coworker. Everybody always goes to my coworkers first before I jump in. I mean, sometimes they yell at me. Like, people like Honey Boo Boo and her mom would yell at me. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, you know, the hustler. You know what I mean? The plastic hustler. Yeah. Like, they talk shit to me. Old people talk shit to me, but never knowing my age. Except for that guy, he threatened to shoot me, and oh my god, it was the first time someone threatened to kill me in Colleen, Texas, and it was hilarious. It made my day. Like, you asked my friends, I was off the next day, and I was skipping through the fucking flowers and shit. You asked my roommate and them, I talked about it all fucking constantly. I was ready for this guy to come shoot me. For the love of comedy... For everything gracious, I at least would have wanted to go out doing something funny. I would have like like slashed my penis at him or some shit while he's shooting me, or you know, just something fucking weird, man. You know, like hey, bro, calm down, bro. <laughs> You're little, you can't reach the fridge. <laughs> I always have that on you. <laughs> fucking brain matter goes all over the fucking bottles behind me, behind the register and shit. It'd been fucking hilarious. It would have been fucking hilarious. And he fucking failed me, and he failed you guys too that listen to the podcast. He failed us. This little man fellas, Karen McBakers, McPatty Kate Bakers, man. The reason why I call him Karen is because he called corporate on us at, and saying that we are racist. After the fact, after the fact, he threatened to shoot me. And over Taka Vodka. I call him McPatty Kate Bakers, man, is because he's little. He's a little man. He can't reach the, reach the top of the fridge. You know this. This man's 35, 36 years old. He can't reach the top of the fridge, bro. You know, and it's okay. If he would have asked me, I would have grabbed his stuff off the top of the fridge and gave it to him. He didn't have to come to my job and be an asshole. If he would have asked me, I would have done that because I'm a nice guy. But instead, he got mad. He did his little gun signs in the air as he was driving off, as him and his fat girlfriend were driving off. What if... What if the lady with the hustle chain was his girlfriend? That beautiful fucking large swan. Oh man, that oh my god, I can't get over how beautiful she was. Cut off shirt, stomach looking like mine, fucking no ass and shit. Why do we have the same body shape but you have double E's or double D tits? Why are your tits resting on your gigantic ass stomach? That's what I want to know. But anyway, guys, it's just the way it goes. 
And when, in conclusion, man, I've been trying to get more listeners on the podcast. And it's been very hard. I think I know what it is. I'm going to start putting a picture of a better looking person on the podcast. Like a Morning Bear podcast, I want to replace place the picture with like Chan Tatum or something like that. And maybe people won't hear what I got to say. Because no one wants to hear what a fucking fat, fucking ugly person has to say. No one wants to hear that. No one wants to hear what this fucking fat man has to say. He's fat. Why do we give a fuck? You know what I'm saying? Now, if he was, if he had a fucking six-pack and he was fucking, you know, taken in the ass by a bunch of dudes, then maybe we'd hear what the fuck he has to say. But I don't. I give it to dudes in the ass. I mean, what? I mean, I mean, it's 2020, bitch. You ain't even a fucking dude in the ass. What the fuck are you doing with your life? But what I'm saying is I should start to look a little better for you guys. And so I'm trying my best. So I'm start, I actually started going to the gym and stuff. Well, I'm starting going to the gym this week. It's pretty cool. Anyway, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> I just wanted to kind of add that in the podcast somehow. Uh, okay, so anyway, guys, I, I I appreciate you guys listening to my podcast and all my bullshit and my ranting and all this fucking shit I do every fucking day. The first part of the podcast was recorded at 7 in the morning. It is now, you know, of course, the second part is like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, I, I just couldn't... I don't know, man. I, I, I was just tired, man. I, what the whole, the whole fucking problem was... Well, I keep on getting fucking Amber Alerts at 4.30 in the morning and shit. And it keeps on waking me up and I was tired as fuck. And that's why I was so up at like, I was up at like fucking 6 o'clock this morning finally. They keep on fucking, every time I try to fall asleep, the Amber Alert will go off again. Like who the fuck doesn't, who the fuck kidnaps a kid before 9 a.m.? You know, like if you're going to kidnap a little bastard, why don't you fucking wait till 9 a.m. so the rest of us can fucking sleep, you cocksucker. It's my day off. And then like, you know, that, that shit's fucking annoying. Oh, like, like, what am I supposed to do? Fucking put a goddamn cape on and fucking fly over there and save the little son of a bitch? No, I can't. I'm trying to sleep. It's 4 a.m. You know? So I've been up off and on since then. I had to take me a little nap before I know it. It was late as fuck. And I'm like, God damn it, I gotta record the podcast. I forgot all about it for tomorrow. So, anyway, y'all be listening to it. It's Wednesday. Wet Fart Wednesday, December um, something. Uh, December. 1987, oh no, December 16th, 2020, guys, I told you we're going to chug, 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 and chew through this motherfucker, so, before I go, add me on Twitter, baby, and by the way, a funny story about Twitter is, I said something about OnlyFans girls, or fans only, I don't know what the fuck they're called, anyway, I said something about these girls, right, man, and um, one of them started hitting me up, wanted me to shout her out on the podcast, and... She told me, you're funny, blah, blah. Well, she's just, I'll send you naked pictures, which I still haven't received, by the way. I still haven't received Olivia. Or Olivia Barb, I think her name is, or some shit. Anyway, um, I guess, I don't know. I'm not going to shout her out that really like that. But, like, she was pretty fucking hot. She's, like, 19 years old. So, um, yeah, she, so she tried to hit me up. It was fucking hilarious. This girl was fucking hilarious. And I was like, bro... I don't want to see some 18-year-old's naked picture. I know what you're thinking. Are you gay? No. I don't want to be targeted as one of those guys. And I had two more hit me up. Then I had one hit me up this morning. Ever since I made that post about the fucking hoes and thoughts and shit. Because this is all I said in that post on Twitter. Which is my Twitter is KingDiesel007. The K and the D are capitalized. Um, Let's see what I said. That is definitely not what I wanted to go to. I mean, okay, let's get to this. God damn it, bro. Like, I, don't, I never have anything prepared. So this is what I said. Ladies, I'm not going to pay to watch your OnlyFans if you don't listen to my podcast. I'm sorry, but you want me to pay to see you naked, but can't even like and subscribe or even give it a listen. So profit off another fat loser, bitch. And then I had two, like, no, I had four likes, and that, that girl compliment. this is what she said. She goes, she goes, I will like and subscribe to your podcast, though. I don't have an OnlyFans. I just do stuff on here. And then I'm like, okay, do your thing. That's on my page. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know if she really liked and subscribed it, but she did. That's cool. She didn't. And that's cool. I don't go fuck. But it's, it's, it's fucking hilarious to me how they would just say shit like that and do shit like that to try to get your attention. And as soon as I said something about OnlyFans, oh, my God, I got attacked. It was the greatest... Greatest love story ever. It was great. I dropped that beer. Fuck. Well, it was empty, so. 
And also, if you want to hit me up on YouTube, it's Red Bear Productions. That is uh, R-I-B space E-R-A Productions. And the Facebook page is the same name. Guys, follow the Facebook page, man. Uh, follow the YouTube page and the Facebook page. Uh, all my content is on there. All my little rants will be on the Facebook page pretty soon. Also, we're going to have... Um, I'm going to be, just be, be getting into a lot of shit, guys. And... Um, once I hit like uh, 100 or 200 people listening to the podcast, I'm going to start getting shirts made too. So, guys, look out for that as well. I, I, I guess that's what I'm going to do. And I'll see you guys later, man. I'm glad y'all fucking came through. And uh, remember, remember, if your yard's looking shitty, call my boy Marcus. You know how it is. Marcus's number is Marcus's number is 254-226-9504. It's cutting up 254 at gmail.com. Marcus will... He cuts, he weedies, he uh, uh, edges. Man, you know how it is. Like, most of you guys only want to fucking edge and shit. Marcus has, this, has your yard looking like a golf course, man. So your father-in-law and they won't talk shit to you. Think about that, man. And also, ladies, and also guys, I want to get something for your lady. And also, kind of want to get something for yourself, too. You know, feel me? Because, you know what I mean? Like, you want to you get your ladies some nice lingerie and shit like that. But it's kind of for you, too. You want to be taking that shit off. So, call my girl Brandy at 830-220-2459. Purifolio for you is her Facebook page. And that is spelled capital P-R-E-U-P-H-O-R-I-A, the letter 4 and the letter U. And her number is 830-220-2459. They have bath and shower and all everything. All kinds of shit. All natural ingredients, baby. So, you guys have a great fucking day. I hope everything goes good. Episode 44, I'm out. Um. Yeah, episode forty-four, I think, right? Yeah, we already made it forty-four episodes, dude. Episode forty-four, December sixteenth, Wet Fart Wednesday, baby. I'm out. Peace.